Welcome to White Belt Wednesdays. I'm your host, Travis, and today we'll be diving into the world of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with essential tips and tricks in bite-sized podcast episodes every Wednesday. Ready to level up your skills? Well, let's roll. All right, guys, today I want to talk about the five B's that every new BJJ white belt should pay attention to. Starting off, the first one is going to be base. Now, having an understanding of what your base is, is crucial for not getting swept or not getting knocked over or take it to the ground or whatever it is. Having a good base is essential to help with those things, right? So in order to build your ability to have a good base, you need to work in positions that challenge your base. You need to work in positions that are not advantageous to not getting taken down or not getting swept, right? That way you can build that that ability to react, post, and uh, keep your base, right? Base is something that a lot of people don't have a firm understanding of when they first start jujitsu because... You don't understand that, hey, if I'm going this way, then actually I should post this way. Or if I'm pressing hard against someone in one direction, then it's probably not smart for me to give them a post away or something like that. Um, I, I feel like I have a, a good base, um, a good fundamental base uh, and like body awareness because of skateboarding and a little bit of wrestling when I first started jujitsu. And I feel like that's really helped me in a lot of situations to where it's harder to take me down sometimes. It's sometimes harder for people to sweep me and whatnot. I keep my gravity low. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just having a good base helps prevent a lot of bad things from happening to you. And the only way to build that, like many things in jujitsu, is to roll jujitsu, get swept a lot, uh, <laughs> get submitted a lot, all these things, and then you start building that base uh, a lot easier. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is something called bridging, right? So one of the best ways to create space or escaping and regarding is through the motion of like standing up, like pressing your hips to the sky, squeezing your glutes. You create a lot of space when you bridge. And when you first start, you may feel like it's not very important or that it doesn't work. But let's say you ha someone has you in mount and you want to create space, uh, a little bit of space so you can cut a 45 or not be laying flat on your back. What you're going to do is you're going to bridge your hips most likely. You're going to off balance them, right? Bridging your hips also is great for not only defensively, but offensively. When you finish an arm bar, what are you doing with your hips? You bridge your hips. You press your hips into the arm bar. And then that is what causes the breaking motion to submit your opponent. So there's a lot of key aspects of jiu-jitsu that bridging plays into, right? If you want to create power or generate power when you're standing or when you have a takedown or you're going for like a takedown, like a body lock or something like that, you bridge your hips, you squeeze your glutes, you extend your hips in order to create that power to lift the person up or to take them down. So bridging isn't just one thing to where you think of it in one one specific scenario, like in if someone has you a mount. But let's also say that you are going for a sweep, right? Someone has you in mount, you trap the arm, trap the leg, you are going to bridge into the person so it also works with sweeping. So sweeping, escaping, takedowns, 
All these things tie into the motion of bridging your hips. No matter what position you are, vertically, horizontally, <laughs> flat, whatever it is, whatever plane of uh, motion you're in, bridging is going to play into it in some aspect of jujitsu. So focus on bridging. And a lot of times we won't even think about bridging being an aspect of something we can do right then, right? Especially when it comes to new practitioners. When we first start, someone will get in the mount and we will completely forget that our hips, we can use our hips to do something. We're pushing, we're pushing off people, right? We're trying to grab things. We're trying to grab everything we possibly can, trying to bring them in close to us with their lapels. And when we could easily grab and bridge and then we could sweep them or create space. So don't forget about bridging when you first start or if you're even a little bit of a seasoned practitioner. Bridging is a very important tool that we have in our, our toolbox to help. Another thing that we have in our toolbox that a lot of us look over, especially because we do it in war, I say especially a lot. <laughs> when we do it in warmups, we think that it's just kind of stupid, but learning how to properly break fall uh, will prevent a lot of future injuries. If you look at anyone that does like judo or practices takedowns, break falling is essential. It is cr absolutely crucial to safety. I've been to a couple of academies that didn't want to practice takedowns or judo throws or stuff like that because they felt it was too unsafe because people didn't know how to properly break fall. And it's something you can like teach people, right? But fully committing to a break fall actually saves you a lot more. How many times have you seen in like jujitsu competitions when someone goes to throw someone or take them down and the person getting thrown or taken down posts an arm out? and then breaks their arm, right? If you just break fall in these moments and trust the break fall or trust getting taken down, then you are going to prevent an injury like blowing your arm out or your leg or something like that. Just trust the break fall. It's there for a reason. Everyone uses it. We should focus on it more, especially when we first start. It's, it's something that we teach people day one when they first come in, uh, how to move properly and break falling is one of those things because you you have to learn to trust yourself also and break falling does that right we tuck our head we fall back slap the mat you know <laughs> all that funny stuff but it is a very crucial and fundamental movement that we have in our jujitsu uh game that everyone needs to focus on so the next thing next be that i want you guys to think about is bravery okay starting jujitsu is a difficult task and continuously showing up when you're brand new is an incredible feat. The bravery that it takes for you to walk through that door is an unimaginable amount of stress and vulnerability, right? Be proud. <clears throat> Be proud every single time you walk into that those doors and you step on the mats when you first start. John and I, when we were talking to Nathan Orchard, John talked about how he he thought his definition of badass has changed since starting jujitsu. And he attributes it to like the day one white belt or brand new white belts. And it goes to show, or what he said was, you know, my definition of badass has changed because I used to think a badass was someone that knew how to fight or uh, like this super masculine man or something like that. But he's like a real true badass to me now. And I kind of, I agree with this. A true badass to me is someone that continuously shows up to class as much as they possibly can, knowing they're still going to get their butt kicked. That's a badass person to me, right? That takes bravery. So be proud 
of the bravery that you have every single time you walk in, especially when you first start, when you know that you're going to be vulnerable, when you know that you're going to have a hard time learning something, you know that you're going to get your butt kicked. You know that you might not learn anything because you still don't fully understand. You don't have that base of knowledge yet. And be proud of that. That's, that's very brave of you. And then it even goes to when you decide to finally compete. That's, that takes a lot of bravery. And that's a lot of something that uh, people don't realize they have in them when they first start jujitsu. And I think it opens your eyes to who you can be. And it opens your eyes to the possibilities that you have within yourself when you start doing these things that you didn't, never thought in a million years you would do. Like even showing up for jujitsu class, even competing in jujitsu class, these all take lots of bravery and you should be proud of every single time you do any of these, right? And finally, what I want to talk about is something that I still struggle with <laughs> to this day. I still struggle with this and that's breathing. Breathe. How many times have you been in the middle of like a technique or doing a role or competing or something like that and you completely forget that you need to breathe and then all of a sudden you're gassed out, right? Controlling your breathing can help you stay calm, focused during training and even during competitions. So one thing you can do is you can, when you're in the bottom of a position or getting smashed inside control, smashed in mount, or just like an unbelievable amount of pressure on you, take a second, take a deep breath, clear your mind. It's incredible what just focusing on your breathing can do, especially when you're in these positions where you just feel so beat up, right? You're feeling like, oh my God, I'm getting smashed right now. What am I supposed to do? And then you start freaking out. You start trying to post on things. You're just giving your arms, your limbs out, and you're letting them grab your head. When really, if you just take a split second, inhale, exhale, and then just focus on what's going on, it is a game changer. Another thing about breathing, right? Uh, Wim Hof breathing, right? To help you bring control your nerves. Hicks and Gracie talks about breathing a lot. Shoot, his book is called Breathe, right? With a great book. If you guys haven't read it yet, I'll put a link down below if you want to read it. Breathing is essential for performing in jujitsu and focusing. And I think my weakest spot is when I'm like passing guard or I'm doing something. I'm very active during my my roles. I'll sit there and I'll stop moving for a split second. And then I'm like, am I breathing right now? And then I'll start breathing again. One thing that also can help is nasal breathing that can really help control your heart rate. And it can really help build your cardiovascular because if you start nose breathing, you'll have to really focus on your breaths and you probably won't get gassed as much. Uh, and Seema from the Mark Bell Power Project says, you know, he puts hostage tape on his mouth when he rolls sometimes to help control his breathing. So think about that too. Maybe that's something you can do too if you really want to focus on it. I've been thinking about trying it, putting hostage tape on and then going for a roll. I'll probably die almost on the first one, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll build it up over time. So, all right, guys. Well, those are the five Bs for every BJJ white belt. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you guys will add anything on. Be sure to go check out the Patreon for early access to this and future content and check out the YouTube um, membership pages. Don't forget to join the Discord and the Facebook group. Appreciate all you guys for listening and watching. I'll catch you later. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of White Belt Wednesday. If you have any questions or comments, please message me on social media and maybe they can even become a future episode. Don't forget to check out the Patreon for early and exclusive content. Links for everything are in the show notes.